Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Hey, it's TJ Grain. The 2011 Coastal Conservation Association Austin Banquet is Thursday, May 12th at 6 p.m. Palmer Event Center. CCA supports our Texas Coastal Habitat, giant silent auction, Texas-sized raffle including bay fishing boat and 4x4 hunting rig, a live auction that'll knock your wade boots off. Tickets are $150 at the door and include first-class meal, beverages, and CCA membership. If you're interested in a corporate table, we only have a few left, so go to CCA. CCATexas.org under local Austin chapters for details. My name is Japal. Two years ago, I received a kidney transplant. For seven and a half years, I was a patient receiving dialysis. But after my transplant, my strength and energy came back. I was able to find and marry the love of my life. I appreciate being able to be the husband that she deserves. My kidney transplant gave me my life back. You have the power to donate life. Be an organ, tissue, and eye donor. To find out how, go today to DonateLifeTexas.org. Sponsored by the Texas Department of State Health Services. Approach this show differently than you might other shows. And maybe I'm maybe I'm overstating the case, but if you hate his program, I think we're saying things that are a little different than the other shows. The chances are. And we're also saying it in a different sort of fashion. And there's an awful lot of sarcasm that happens on this program. You don't get it. It's up to you to figure out when we're being sarcastic and when we're being dead serious. The Glenn Beck Program. So listen carefully. Tune in and get it. Weekday mornings at 9 on 98.9 The Big Talker. The following viewpoints and opinions are not necessarily those of Border Media, 98.9 The Big Talker, its staff, or management. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Live Free Now radio show. We're bringing you the news, views, and tools you can use to live a more free and prosperous life. Rocking and rolling, moving and grooving every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. Broadcasting here at the 98.9 Big Talker Studios out of Austin, Texas. we got a great show lined up for you today. Should heroin be legal? Ron Paul <gasps> let his view be known at the South Carolina debate. We're going to be interviewing Doug Simon. He's a herbal dentist that spent 20 years out in the wilderness without a toothbrush, and he learned that he could heal his own cavities. Of course, we'll be bringing you the Too Much Government News. I'm John Bush, joined by Jason Rink. Jason Rink, just recently, all the fear has gone out of his life because the wonderful United States of America has captured the killer madman that we've all been afraid of for the past 10 years, Osama bin Hiding. What do you think about that, Rink? Ding dong, the witch is dead, baby. <laughs> He's gone down. And, uh, you know, amidst all of the conspiracy theories out there about whether or not Osama bin Laden's actually been killed, whether he's died years ago, whether or not uh, that's, there's been some Photoshop action going on, you know. I mean, all of these questions have been swirling around for the last week, and we've got a videotape that's been released today that somehow, I don't know. Oh, him hanging oh, on the couch eating some chips. Yeah, Osama bin Laden himself. watching himself on television, which simply proves... That he's just as narcissistic as any average United States politician. Uh, but Are you comparing American politicians no, to Osama just, bin Laden? Just Wait the narcissism. <laughs> just the narcissism. Uh, but he is he is dead, and uh, that's the that's the story as, as it goes. And and what I'm very excited about is. There are news reports that say that security checkpoints near soft targets may soon become the norm as a result of this. Because, see, now that Osama bin Laden has been killed, America is less safe. Oh, yeah. There, we are more at risk of this is um, some crazy logic going on here, but it seems that no, it's like heads 
you lose liberty tails you you lose liberty yeah, and safety so now soft targets that's the that's the the new buzzword i think we're going to hear hey it's okay the tsa is going to be at your churches and at your malls and and everywhere that you go where where lots of people congregate we're going to have to put in some checkpoints yeah. now because because those terrorists they've gotten wise they know they can't go to the airports now and so now they got to go to soft targets. Yeah, that could be Surrender anything. your liberty. That could be anything at all. And we already saw that the effect of Osama's death here in the city of Austin at the Capitol. They now have DPS troopers positioned on the entrances and exits with uh, automatic weapons, like some hardcore military personnel. Additionally, uh, the chief of police down here and the mayor came out with the press conference saying everybody needs to be aware that there's a heightened level of risk for a terror attack. And they encourage people to do this whole suspicious activity reporting thing that's, of course, being run through the Fusion Center. So it's great. Yeah, the, the Ben Franklin quote is perfect. Those that give up liberty for security get neither and deserve neither. And here you have it. You know, uh, o- Osama, we, 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 we've saved him thanks to giving up the liberties for, to have them to have the power, the torture and all that. And right. now that he's saved, we have less security than we had before. We've lost both our liberties and securities. John, and John you no said bueno. we saved uh, uh, Osama. You meant we killed him, right? Oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, uh, you know, maybe we did save him from, I don't know what, what happened. From but watching himself on YouTube yeah, all he day. Was, I mean, come on. The, those videos are always like the most boring videos on earth it's like you know pretty soon we'll be unearthing like you know it'll be like al capone's vault but it'll be osama's lost home video vault and you know he's going to be you know playing you know checkers with uh, the number two in command but the, the the thing is is that what we're hearing is in, in number one can you blame the conspiracy theories that are going around and, and people who are going all alex jones on this stuff because listen the, the government's changed its story, like, several times. In 48 hours. Right. And, I mean, the more you get about this whole thing, the more it sounds like it was something that would have gone down on cops. You know, it's not like there was a huge armory of machine guns here. I mean, it sounds like it was pretty... Domestic if, disturbance was going yeah, on. Osama yeah. was beating his wife. And, and so I'm not trying to minimize the situation, but it does seem like it was sort of a, you know... It would have been something more routine for the most highly trained team of Navy SEALs. And listen, I'm not a Navy SEAL. I'm really not sitting here going to be like, hey, if I was a Navy SEAL, I'm not trying to armchair quarterback this thing. (laughs) But what they're saying, this video on the report on Yahoo about this video being released, it says, you know, the assassination of Osama bin Laden is going down as one of the is the most successful counter terrorist activity in history. I love America. But the real question is, is how can you look at this and say it was the most successful when they killed the most valuable intelligence asset on the planet? All right. They're excited about getting hard drives, but obviously we heard at the South Carolina debates that Republicans are going out there and saying, hey, this proves that torture is good Uh because we wouldn't have caught Osama without it. Well, what better thing to do than to get Osama bin Laden and torture him for years in Guantanamo Bay, right, conservatives? That's what we really should have done because then we could have extracted so much valuable information. Mm-hmm. But instead, he was killed. He was whacked. Justice was served. And and this is going down as the most successful mission. I think it goes down as a rather botched mission, personally, yeah. when they can't even get straight whether or not there was arms there. And it's you know it's all real cloudy. So one of the points I'm making is that I don't think you can blame the conspiracy theorists for 
the fact that nobody trusts the government. No credibility. I mean, the government squandered its credibility for the last 50 to 100 years. Weapons of mass destruction, where are they? Well, lying to the American people as... It's a matter of policy now. I mean, people don't trust the government, but it's not the conspiracy theorist's fault. I mean, the government has done plenty to earn the distrust of the American people, and that's the problem, guys. We're adults. We can handle the truth. We can. Ha- we don't need vague national security things to be thrown out there as why we can't see a photograph. I mean, it's all a little bit sketchy, so I- I'm just saying. I, I think a lot of look, people can't handle the truth. Look, if you're with me or you're against me on this issue, we'd like to hear from you the second half of the hour. This is a call-in show. Uh, what is the number? 512-458-TALK. 512-458-8255. Maybe you're mad about what we just said, but I just want to ask you, has the government earned your distrust? They've earned my distrust. So I think we should be very skeptical. We should definitely demand, you know, we should demand to, to know the truth at all times. I'm not as optimistic as you. I think there's a lot of Americans out there that can't handle the truth, and that's the reason why they aren't embracing the truth. I mean, not to mention the fact that the U.S. government doesn't have any credibility because they've lied to us, but over the history of the United States government, especially the CIA, there's been uh, you know, declassified documents pointing to instances where they have attacked their own interests in order to blame it on foreign countries. It's called false flag terror. People say the Gulf of Tonkin was a false flag terror event, as well as uh, Operation Northwoods during the JFK administration where they planned to shoot down their own planes and blame it on Cuba. So they have far little credibility in my mind, and I think a lot of people really need to start seeing the forest for the trees and realize that the American government, the United States government, is not above using fear in order to sell the American people into unconstitutional wars of aggression abroad and the creation of a domestic police state here at home. Well, and the founders even talked about that. And I mean, they 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 said, you know, the 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 government is always going to be apt to go to war and always going to look for reasons, you know, real or imagined and always try to scare us the with boogeyman. with monsters across, you know, the world. Old and and that, this is the it's the oldest trick in the book. And again, are there real threats out there to our liberties? Certainly. Are there people that hate us across the world? Absolutely. But the founding fathers believed and instructed us to be on guard for for liberties from within. That it was our own central government that was most likely to grow to be too big for its britches and to start to reach into our britches uh, to try to steal <laughs> our liberties. Y- you hearing me? That's so, good. Nice seeing. So that that's where we're at on that. Uh, we are going to uh, talk about uh, briefly um, drug prohibition. And Ron Paul, in the recent uh, Republican debate, he came out and, and talked about, uh, they asked Ron Paul, well, how do you expect to win social conservatives uh, by endorsing the legalization of drugs and heroin. And Ron Paul gave this great answer, you know. I mean, he basically said, you know, really, our law is the only thing that are keeping all of us from using heroin. I mean, if we make heroin legal tomorrow, does that mean we're all going to go out and start doing it? We need the government to protect ourselves from ourselves. And, I mean, it, it's a good answer. It's something that we really should be, you know, asking. But what we really need to be asking, and something that Ron Paul pointed out in his statement that a lot of conservatives might miss, is is really, is drug prohibition constitutional? Because love for the Constitution and defense for the Constitution is the most important thing beyond trying to outlaw and legislate personal habits that we might disagree with. And what Ron Paul said was that the drug issue should be relegated to the states. It shouldn't be legislated by the federal government. Why did he say that? Because nowhere in the Constitution does the federal government have the power to say what you and I can put into our bodies. 
And so this idea is, is it constitutional? It's not constitutional. Think about alcohol prohibition. When alcohol was prohibited in the United States, you know what they did? They passed an amendment of the Constitution, the 18th Amendment, which was later repealed in 1933. And so for drug prohibition to have the semblance of being constitutional, they would need to pass a constitutional amendment, which they couldn't get done, John. Popular opinion would never allow that to happen. The states mm-hmm. would never ratify it. So the, the drug war is an, is an end run around a power grab by the federal government on issues that the states had. And so Ron Paul's right about this. I don't care what conservatives think. It's not constitutional. So are we going to be consistent conservatives? <laughs> That's a, are, are, is that a joke, a rhetorical question? Well, I'm just I'm challenging conservatives to be consistent. Mark Levin is not consistent. And uh, I heard him going off about this. Maybe we'll revisit this towards the tail end of the uh, segment. But we are going to talk about dentistry coming up with our next guest. Uh, talk about what we can do ourselves to protect our teeth, protect our gums, and use herbal remedies. And, and what we can do if we don't want to go see the dentist, John. I mean... I thought that meant my teeth were going to rot out. So this is Jason Rink and John Bush. This is Live Free Now. Stick with us until after the break. We'll be right back. Jason Rink and John Bush here to introduce you to a brand new sponsor of the Live Free Austin radio show, Enerfood. Yeah, Jason, Enerfood is a powder mix of various green superfoods which utilizes all natural and organic ingredients in order to provide you the boost of energy you need to make it through the day. That's right. With ingredients like organic spirulina, organic chlorella, and organic barley and wheatgrass, you're sure to catch a buzz on life after drinking this mix. Best of all, it's made with non-heated ingredients. It's gluten-free and caffeine-free, so you'll get the best of what nature has to offer. No funny genetically modified nonsense. So check out enterfood.com or call 1-866-762-9238 to learn more about this green superfood powder and also check out their other invigorating health mixes and coffees. That's right. Enterfood isn't the only thing in the Enter Health Botanicals lineup. You got to check out the organic coconut powder and organic skincare lines. Go ahead and give it a try. Call 1-866-762-9238 or visit enterfood.com today. And Tell them Live Free Austin sent you. Are you tired of big government treading on your liberty? Well, so are we. We're Brave New Books, the fiercest independent bookstore in Austin. Located a block south of UT Austin, Brave New Books not only carries the information you need to be ahead of the curve, but we also have water filters, storable food, and superfoods that help you put your health back into your own hands. Contact us at 480-2503 at bravenewbookstore.com or stop by at 1904 Guadalupe Street. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Live Free Now radio show. Calling on you to live free now, not later, not tomorrow, not next year, but right now this very instant we got a wonderful guest lined up for you guys today his name is Doug Simons he's a herbalist dentist and this particular interview we're going to be uh, sponsored by the Foundation for a Free Society at myfreesociety.com calling on people to get educated activated and liberated and we do focus a lot on things that individuals can do to live more healthy in order to take care of themselves uh, to avoid dependence on things like dentistry or going to the dental visits uh, once a year Doug actually 
Italy has spent uh, over 20 years living in the wilderness where he learned many of the ways of medicine, uh, me- the ways of the medicine man. He's going to tell us how we can, uh, what we can do in order to keep our teeth clean and healthy without the need for a dentist. There's also going to be a workshop coming up next weekend, uh, the, fourth, the 15th, I believe, and that's going to be, you can get information about that at backyardfoodproduction.com. Doug's going to be speaking about that. We had Marjorie on last week, but uh, Doug, thanks for coming on. How are you today? Oh, I'm great, John. Glad to glad to be here. Things are going very well. How are you doing? I'm doing great. We're doing excellent. So you spent 20 years living in the, what is this, Gila Wilderness, uh, taking nourishment directly from the earth. You didn't have a toothbrush out there. You lived off of the earth. What was that like? Oh, what a great, great, amazing experience. I sure learned a, a huge amount, and uh, of course it was um, different than anybody could ever imagine because few of us have ever done that, but... Um, yeah, it was a, a really it's been a great life. Great, great. What did you uh what did you do to gain your sustenance? Were you eating grubs and all sorts of wild uh wild well, uh, foods and stuff? You know, the, it it takes quite a while to um to learn how to to do all these things, but my um my focus has always been on the plants and so I I've learned I uh how to live off the uh on a plant-based diet from the uh wild foods. Great, great. And what was this wilderness? Where was that that you were hanging out um, for 20 it, years? There's several areas that I've lived in this way over over those last 20 years, but over in southwestern New Mexico, there's a lot of uh, a lot of open land, and then southern or northern Mexico as well, uh, parts of the places that I've uh, spent time living in this way. That's great. What motivated you to get out there and spend two decades in the wilderness? I guess just mostly because it was my fascination, and... Uh, I've, I've, through that time, I've learned a huge amount and have found that um, people are really excited to uh, share some of those experiences. And uh, through through my whole life, I've been a, uh, a plant person and a and an herbalist, and have helped many thousands of people over the years with the plant medicines. Well, you know, I mean, I think you're tapping into something very uh, visceral that people have within them, with this idea of sort of connecting with nature, going into the wild, kind of spending some time there. I mean, I think on a number of levels, it's therapeutic, but it's something that, that I think a lot of people want to do. If you really get talk to people about it, you've probably come across this, but normally the trappings of life and, and society and whatever, you know, we get kind of caught up in that. And it's very hard to extract ourselves and say, oh, well, now I'm going to go, you know, live in the, the, the wilderness. So I think it's sort of like, do you find that you do this, you've done this, and people sort of get to live vicariously through your experiences as you share what you experienced? Oh, absolutely, and um, I think I think that I offer I offer that vicarious um, experience, but also I help people. The biggest thing I feel is that I help people um, get some of it themselves, set them up so that they can they can uh, go out and and practice some of these ways of living and really learn a lot about themselves and enjoy themselves hugely. That's great. So you're going to be doing this workshop here in Austin on uh, the 15th, and you're going to be teaching folks about how they can deal with everything from basic hygiene, cavities, chipped and cracked teeth, to handling tooth obsesses without ever going to the dentist, dealing with cavities. Uh, What's that all about? How did you get into this herbal dentistry, and why is it important? Well, I I found that there's uh, of the many aspects of human health, dentistry doesn't have a whole lot of um, alternative approaches or insights. And oh, it's been a, uh, a passion of mine for a long time, and I've, I've figured out some very interesting and elegant and simple uh, things about our teeth. And 
one of one of the base premises is that our teeth are alive and they have a um, an entire system for maintaining and healing themselves. And in, in alternative medicine, that's the approach of of an alternative of alternative medicine is to use the uh, systems that the body already has and and uh, help them. And so that's what we do. And and we can regrow the enamel, fix the teeth back up, and great ways of maintaining your tooth health. It's very empowering. And um, one of the things that about these methods that I've uh, I've pioneered is that it's not an either-or thing. You don't have to just give up your dentist. You can use these mes- 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 methods to uh, to help you along and, and make your decisions as you go. Learn more about how, to, how your teeth work and how to take care of them and then uh, uh, continue, continue with whatever therapies you want. Well, you know, uh, some people might be familiar with the work of Weston A. Price, and I don't know if uh, some of the research that you've done and conclusions you've come to, uh, uh, would you find agreement with, with uh, Weston Price, or are you familiar with the work of Weston Price? Oh yeah, absolutely, and his stuff is very fascinating, and and I do agree with uh, most of what he what he's done, and I've I've um, I have even kind of further insights uh, past beyond what he's he discovered. He was a huge pioneer and very helpful to uh, to people understanding the the way their bones and teeth uh, are made up and what influences them and how and uh, even how to uh, maintain them. Well, so, yeah, you're sort of standing on the shoulders of giants and, again, helping this lost information, you know, be recovered and uh, discovered by some people. So what are some of the things, before we enter this break here in just a couple minutes, what are some of the things you can share about some some tips and ideas and things that maybe you can just toss out right now? Well, initially that, um, again, that the teeth are alive, and so we... We work with the systems the body has to maintain good health and to um, give, it the, give the body the substances that, that the body needs to either regenerate or maintain good tooth health. And um, enamel is a huge part of what we do. And enamel is a, is a living substance that we can regrow and maintain its quality. So our enamel coating will wane and wax during a uh, during a, anybody's life whether it's on a monthly or yearly basis we have changes in the enamel and that's reflected in how your teeth feel occasionally you'll notice that um, your teeth feel very strong for a period or they feel a little vulnerable that's all about the enamel and the uh, the strength of the teeth which we 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 help that be at its top form by some of the things we use. Horsetail is one of the plants that we use. Uh, it's kind of a foundation of how we take care of our teeth. You know, I, I feel like I've heard that enamel, once it was, you know, removed or once you lost it, it you couldn't recover that. So that would be a myth then. Exactly. And, and that is often um, stated that enamel is not a... Um, a regenerating substance, but that's mm. not true. It um, it does regenerate very easily, and that's how the teeth are able to maintain themselves and how they're able to uh, to repair damage. If someone has a um, say a broken tooth or a chipped tooth, something simple, the the body 
if the situation is correct and there's not any decay happening, um, the enamel can regrow over the surface that was chipped. And if we have a decay situation, we work at stopping the decay, stabilizing that, and then the enamel will grow over. Interesting. Whatever, uh, Interesting. We have less than two minutes left before we get up to the break. Uh, another question. How much does someone's diet have to do with the health of their teeth? I imagine it has quite a bit. It does have quite a bit, but the, the, the good news is that we don't have to have a perfect diet and life in order to have good teeth. There's certain certain basic life uh, dietary uh, ideas that are important to maintain a good, healthy body no matter what. These apply to your teeth, and then certain other foods that we choose to eat um, deliberately to help our teeth, and you can have great teeth. Right. I've learned over the years that um, we have to be really aware of how we how we change our diet because if it's too much to do, people won't be able to do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's important that what we have actually works. And yes, diet does affect our teeth. And with some uh, conscious changes in a certain way, it's not that hard to uh, to really have good strong teeth great great all right we're coming up on a break this is the live free now radio show we're going to be taking your calls in the next segment you can call in at 512-458-TALK that's 512-458-8255 we're chatting with doug simons he's a herbal dentist and you know again on this show we're not just covering the politics out there in the news but we're actually giving you some tools and strategies you can live to live more healthily more freely and more prosperously so stick around with us jason reek john bush we'll be right back folks and you have a $30,000 SUV sitting in the driveway, stamp idiot on your forehead. It's a way of life. And in order to get it scrubbed off, you have to sell the SUV. The Dave Ramsey Show. I'm sorry, I've been an idiot too, so I know what they look like. I can see them a mile away. Weekdays, noon to 3. I used to look at one in the mirror pretty regularly. Only on 98.9 The Big Talker. The following viewpoints and opinions are not necessarily those of Border Media, 98.9 The Big Talker, its staff, or management. To the show, Live Free Now Radio. Check out livefreenowradio.com if you want to hear some of our podcasts from previous shows. We are rocking and rolling, moving and grooving. It's Saturday, and we have a great guest here for you. Joined with us, it's Doug Simons. He's a herbal dental, uh, herbal dentist, uh, naturalist. But first, I want to give a quick shout out to one of our new sponsors. That's Capital Coin and Bullion. Gold is, uh, I'm sorry, silver is working its way down. Gold a little bit too. We're big silver fans here on the show. It's the, the poor man's gold, but I believe it's That's at right. thirty-five dollars right now, which is a, a a low for the past couple months it seems. So now's a wonderful opportunity to go out and get yourself some silver. We're big fans of collecting silver dimes and silver quarters, which are ninety percent silver. Capital Coin and Bullion is located here in Austin, Texas, up north at seventy-three hundred four Burnett Road, Suite A. That's seventy-three hundred four Burnett Road, Suite A. They're right next to Ichiban Sushi. Uh, up there in Burnett, and you could reach them at 512-371-5884. 
512-371-5884. Ask for Chad or Becky. They always have some good specials going on. Tell them Live Free Now sent you, the Live Free Now radio show. And again, you can check out Capital Coin and Bullion. That's capital with an A, capitalcoinandbullion.com for more info on how you can protect yourself from the value-stealing Federal Reserve notes. And that's another portion, you know, again, uh, the myfreesociety.com, Foundation for Free Society. We're trying to educate, activate, and liberate so people can liberate themselves from the hierarchical uh, monetary system of the Federal Reserve, and people can also liberate themselves from uh, nasty teeth and from uh, unhealthy teeth, and you'll definitely be living a more enjoyable life, and that's why we got Doug here today. He's going to be doing a seminar, a little uh, teaching some lessons on what people can do in order to live more healthily and in order to fix their own dental problems in many instances. That's going to be Saturday, May 15th. Check out BackyardFoodProduction.com, BackyardFoodProduction.com if you want to go ahead and register for that. It looks like we have a caller here on the show. Uh, you want, caller, do you have a chat, uh, a question for Doug Simon about uh, dental problems? Hello, are you there? Caller, can you hear us? Hello. Live free now. You are live. All right. Give us a call back if you uh, come back through. Uh, Doug, tell us what people can expect if they show up to this uh, seminar coming up next week. Oh, they'll have a great time. It's um, it's going to be from 9 in the morning to about 4 in the afternoon. It's over in Red Rock, Texas, which is about 40 miles from uh, Austin. And cost is 75 bucks. And for that, you get to get empowered about your teeth. You'll learn how your teeth work, what you can do to maintain them in a good way, what you yourself how to clean them, how to, um, how to maintain the enamel, and then most of all, how to repair damages that you might have already, how to maintain damaged teeth, and how to, um, how to take care of uh, cavities and how to prevent things. That's right. Um, well, and, uh, you know, I mentioned uh, Weston Price earlier, and for those who don't know, you know, he did extensive studies on, you know, more primitive cultures, uh, Aborigines, Pygmies, Polynesians, that sort of thing. And what he de- determined here, this was early in the uh, 20th century, was that a lot of the conditions we find in the West uh, that impact our dental work was not present in these areas that didn't have, you know, quote unquote, modern dental practices. And uh, and possibly, you know, I don't know what your opinion is on fluoride, but uh, if fluoridated water has anything to do with that, I mean, we've, we're told that it's uh, very healthy and, and almost necessary uh, to take care of our teeth. Uh, but do you have an opinion on, on whether fluoride is, is necessary for good dental health? Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's a lot of innuendos around the fluoride. And in a naturally occurring fluoride salt of the right type can be beneficial to the teeth, there's no doubt. But most of the fluoride that is available, whether it's in toothpaste or the fluoride they put in the water, is not of the same molecular structure. It's um, the fluoride that they put in water is a byproduct of aluminum mining and, uh, um, yeah, of aluminum processing, I mean. Gotcha. And um, it doesn't affect necessarily affect the teeth in a positive way at all. And it has many potential side effects that are, are not pleasant to consider. Mm-hmm. So the idea of fluoride being an attribute to health is possible so long as one has the correct flor- naturally occurring mm-hmm. fluoride salts. Yeah. And um, there are other substances that we use. I think what Western Price noticed, or the part of what happened in his, in his research, what he, what he was able to see, was that 
not only were these people not eating the wrong foods, but they were eating the right ones. Uh, and um, the, the correct foods have more um, silica, fluoride of the right types in them naturally occurring, and so the teeth remain healthy. And, and just like any part of our body, if a person has um, degenerative heart disease, that's changeable by what the body makes the heart out of. Mm. And uh, we, have to, we have to take the things out that are, not, um, that are being detrimental and put the things in that are effective. And again, what's important, especially in this tooth care situation, not hard to do. You don't have to change your entire lifestyle to, uh, to have good quality teeth. Interesting. Well, it looks like we have another caller. We all take. We are taking your calls. Five one two four five eight talk. That's five one two four five eight eight two five five. If you want to chat with Doug Simons, caller, you are on the air. Mary, how are you today? I'm great. I'm so excited about your show. This is the first time I've called in on it. Great, great. Yeah, well, do you have a question for Doctor Simons or Mister well, Simons? Um, you know. Basically, I was calling in about some real ID stuff going down at the Capitol on Tuesday. We need people out there to oppose this stuff. Well, that's cool. We want to know about that. In fact, uh, would you do a favor for me? Uh, Would you hang on the line here while I get to this other caller and give us the details on that here in just a few? Right. Great. Yeah. yeah let I'm, me let me put you on hold and take this other caller here on the topic, and then I would love to hear about this real ID. So, Mary, just hang on, just oh, a second. Okay. Yeah, folks. We'll chat with Mary after that about what's going on in the Capitol with the Real ID Act. Hey, right uh, we we got Jim here. Jim, uh, do you have a question? Uh, well, yeah, a question and a comment. Uh, I uh, retired a couple years ago, and as a result, I kind of change. I stay home a lot, and I've changed my uh, dental habits the way I took care of my teeth a little differently, probably to the dismay of my dentist. Uh, I have not really been using toothpaste nearly as much as when I was working. And what's kind of crazy, I've noticed is I'm not having cavities. And at the first checkup, I go every six months, I thought maybe it was coincidental, but mm-hmm. over like the two-year period, it's proven it seems like the less toothpaste I use, the better off I am. I haven't had any cavities for the last couple of uh, checkups. So your comment, uh, Mr. Simons, please. Um, yeah, the the way we the way we take care of our teeth has a dramatic effect on on the health of our teeth. And one of the things that's been brought to my attention about toothpaste is they all have um, uh, plant glycerin in them. That's one of their that's one of the base parts of a toothpaste. Even most of the almost all of the uh, better supposedly better quality alternative toothpaste that that uh, many people are are enjoying these days, but they have this, um, this glycerin in it, and the glycerin interferes with the, uh, the health of the enamel by, okay. uh, yeah. by blocking the saliva's remineralization of the, uh, of the enamel. And so it's, you know, we all know that it's not an instant detriment, that, but it, it it does have an effect on the health of our teeth, and so most toothpaste is probably not going to be um, as as useful for for maintaining good health tooth health as some other substances like tooth powders. Which okay, are, very good. I, I thought I noticed the difference. I wonder. I assumed that there was a connection, but listen to you is very interesting. Thank you very much. Hey, yeah, thank- you're welcome. And that's something else that people will learn at my workshops: um, how to make their their own. Uh, dental health substances like tooth powders. Oh, that's great. 
That's great. Yeah, that, that's a great answer you have there, Doug. And I hope there's not some th- sort of thing going on. I know uh, pushing the fluoride, uh, putting the hydrofluorosilicic acid in a lot of the water around the uh, country is big uh, pharmaceutical companies and also big uh, Colgate, for example, and other big uh, supporters of fluoridation. So I hope that they're not you know, purposefully harming people's teeth just so the dentistry industry can get more business. Yeah, you would hope that isn't the case. And uh, yeah, hard to guess. But the point being, we can definitely um, understand how our teeth work and then make much, much better decisions on, on uh, what to use to, to uh, maintain good tooth health. That's something that people will learn by coming to my uh, teeth classes is, is really how things work. And so you yourself can begin to make really quality decisions. If we don't have the right information, we don't necessarily have the ability to make good decisions. Well, yeah, and why don't you go ahead and uh, we'll uh, go ahead and let you go here. But first, before uh, we do, we want to know the details again about this uh, event that's going on next weekend. This sounds great. I really want to attend. Okay. It will be, again, in Red Rock, Texas, which is about 40 miles southeast of Austin. Um, Starts at 9 in the morning, goes to about 4 in the afternoon. The cost is only 75 bucks. To get more information and to register, get on the Internet and go to BackyardFoodProduction.com, and you'll get all the details of exactly where it is in Red Rock, how to register, and, um, and how to get there. Great. So we hope to see you all there. And um, from that link, you can link onto my website, which is Chanchka.com, and find out all the other places that I'll be teaching um, medicinal plants, edible plants, primitive skills, dentistry, many, many things that people uh, are interested in learning. All right. Hey, thanks a lot, Doug. We like, look forward to talking to you again. Appreciate all the great information. You are welcome, John. Thanks a whole lot for having me on the air, and I appreciate what you guys are up to. Thanks. Hey, let's go ahead and take Mary now. She had some information on Real ID and uh, want to find out what's going on regarding that because I think we just spoke about that even maybe last week. So, Mary, do you have that info for us? I do. First off, I want to say um, Doug and his work is very interesting. I believe he's friends with Alan Davidson. And, you know, teeth need nutrition too, guys. So learn, learn, learn and get into preventative medicine. Um you know, Heather Fazio is doing a lot of the work with the Real ID. Uh, she was telling us at a TAG meeting, Texas for Accountable Government, we meet monthly at Sherlock, that basically Tuesday morning at 8.30, the Homeland Security and slash Public Health Commission, or Public Safety Commission, is going to be bringing to the board. John, correct me, is that SB 9? Yes, Senate Bill 9. Oh, yeah, Senator Williams. He wants to run it through the checkpoints. Precisely. Isn't it amazing how saying it that way makes it sound tyrannical like it always is? But uh, <laughs> hey, we have about forty-five seconds, Mary. Can you go ahead and get get that info? I don't want you, want to lose you. Uh, well, the best thing I could say is come on down to the Homeland Security slash Public uh, Safety okay. Commission this Tuesday at eight thirty and pr- present a card and say no to SB nine, please, you guys. Uh, John, are, what are they also doing on this thing? They're doing car tracking and what else? Uh, yeah, I think they're doing license plate scanning cameras for the DPS as well, which is definitely uh, not a symptom of a free society. A- everything we need to be protected at those soft targets. But Osama's dead, is. you know? What I know. We to worry what, about? what happened? Osama's dead, and we're more threatened now. Mary, <laughs> I, 
Who's to know what what we what can we do to win? What can we do for liberty to be increased? Oh yeah, a lot of stuff, you guys. Just start start uh, focusing on joy. Everyone, come out to Independence Brewery. They're having an open house today, free beer and music. All right. Enjoy the day. Enjoy your friends. Enjoy your talents and explore them. Uh, Don, thank you for having me on. I'm going to call again, and it was good to see you out in Nullify now. All right. Call again, Mary. Thanks. Thanks, Mary. Yeah. Yeah, there you have it, folks. So, yeah, check that out. Uh, TagTexas.org is that website. And we were just listening to uh, Doug Simons with some wonderful insight on natural herbal uh, dental remedies. So definitely check out BackyardFoodProduction.com if you want to attend this. This is the Live Free Now radio show. John Bush, Jason Rink will be right back on the other side with Too Much Government News. Yeah. Attention Big Talker listeners. Want to get the real information on the agenda behind the Obama administration's policies? Brave New Books, Austin's own fiercely independent bookstore, has the resources you need to understand the Federal Reserve, international banking, and the forces behind President Obama. Brave New Books is located a block south of UT at 1904 Guadalupe Street. Contact us at 480-2503 or at bravenewbookstore.com. Jason Rink and John Bush here to introduce you to a brand new sponsor of the Live Free Austin radio show, Enterfood. Yeah, Jason, Enterfood is a powder mix of various green superfoods which utilizes all natural and organic ingredients in order to provide you the boost of energy you need to make it through the day. That's right, with ingredients like organic spirulina, organic chlorella, and organic barley and wheatgrass, you're sure to catch a buzz on life after drinking this mix. Best of all, it's made with non-heated ingredients. It's gluten-free and caffeine-free, so you'll get the best of what nature has to offer. No funny genetically modified nonsense. So check out enterfood.com or call 1-866-762-9238 to learn more about this green superfood powder and also check out their other invigorating health mixes and coffees. That's right. Enterfood isn't the only thing in the Enter Health Botanicals lineup. You got to check out the organic coconut powder and organic skincare lines. Go ahead and give it a try. Call 1-866-762-9238 or visit enterfood.com today. And Tell them Live Free Austin sent you. Welcome back to the show, Live Free Now, radio.com's website. We're coming at you every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. live. 512-458-TALK is the number. 512-458-TALK is the number. That's 8255. Right now we're going to be bringing you some Too Much Government news, which is sponsored by Enerfood, enerfood.com, E-N-E-R food.com. And I got a big announcement. I'm going to go ahead and launch. I just thought of it right now because it's going to be in the best interest of my health. I went to go visit my doctor, uh, Matt Buckley, just recently. He's a uh, natural healer, and he keeps telling me to get off the coffee, get off the coffee. got to wean yourself off the coffee. My girlfriend's saying it, too. I have about two cups a day, and really it gets me going. Rink's I don't want right to hear o'clock. this, John. Maybe I'll convince Rink to join me, too, and I'm kind of reluctant to do this, but I think we should take the Enter Food Challenge. And we'll see if we can switch the coffee in inverse, less coffee, less coffee, more inner food, more inner food, and see if we can replace our coffee with inner food. I will, I will join you. You'll take the challenge, in the, the inner food, food challenge. challenge. I like that. This is great because I want to get off the coffee too. I know that it you is. You drink more than I do. You drink dude, it all day. I drink it all day long. And it's, it's He's not Jones good. He's folks. I am. I mean, it's <laughs> like I know that it gives me a false up. It gives me an inevitable crash, 
I know what I'm doing and that it's harmful and detrimental to my health. And, uh, well, let, let me just say this. I know I could be feeling better. There you go. Because I make this, a, this is a caffeine uh, candy bar here. This has got like. Oh, you put a lot of sugar in it. Oh, too. yeah. It's got sugar and it's got the flavored creamers. Oh, and, you know, it's like, it, it doesn't even remotely taste like coffee. I've gone black since uh, I was told to get off sugar from the same doctor. And I've gone black. And, you know, now I just appreciate for the flavor. But still, I feel like I'm dependent on it. I'd much rather be dependent on, you know, organic clear chlorella and spirulina that you have in the inner food, green food. So we're going to take the challenge. I guess we could track it every week. We'll tell you yeah, how we feel. I like maybe that. the show will go down the hill. Yeah, I know. We'll be like, you know, maybe we'll be snoozing in the middle of the 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 hour-long show, or maybe we'll be like, hey, we're just live free now. Uh, we have up on so life. much energy. So we're looking forward to seeing how that how that uh turns out but it does it does really when you drink the inner food uh you throw one of their little scoops in there and it actually does give you a boost that's very similar to coffee but it actually gives you a little bit of a happiness boost too so i mean i think it's it's going to work and it's definitely going to be good for our health so that's innerfood.com e-n-e-r food.com it's an organic super green food little powder that you can mix in you can make your shakes you can even drink it with water it doesn't taste uh doesn't taste bad it tastes great with water and they're bringing us the too much government news segment too much government news yeah, that's right. And this week we have uh, it's kind of mixed in a little bit with the police state news. But of course, excessive police force is definitely too much government as the police are the enforcement arm of government. But this happened last week at Western Illinois University. So this week's too much government news brought to you by Enerfood, E-N-E-R food dot com. W.I.U. Parents. Want answers after police use pepper spray. Basically, they have this big block party that happens every year. A bunch of college kids go out, get wild, get drunk. It's a whole block. It reminds me of the good old days down at Texas State University. I imagine it might be Fraternity Row because there's a bunch of people just out there rocking and rolling. And I guess the police thought that it got unruly, out of hand. They did make a little makeshift fire in the front front lawn of someone. But basically what happens is the police come out in full police state SWAT team black uniform garb with the pepper spray marching down the street G20 style massive police state action and uh, they're shoving people around hitting people they pepper spray massive crowds with their big massive pepper spray shooter so you got a bunch of college kids nobody was armed there weren't black block anarchists breaking down houses and the police just come out here and use excessive force you guys got to see it you can check out this article at the Liberty Voice.com the Liberty Voice.com me and Rink are big fans of that publication and we have have the article linked there but what do you think about this rink was this necessary for the police to come out form up start pepper spraying people beating people with their batons just for some kids having fun well what's sort of well i guess what's most disturbing about this video and sort of the response is that if you were watching it you wouldn't actually think that this is like this isn't like your local police mm-hmm. you know this right. isn't like the barney fife of, of <laughs> town or even a tough version of that this is like full-on you know swat geared Hardcore. out i mean this is like a military mission. I mean, these could be the dudes that went and took out Osama. Team Six. And here, yeah, yeah, the uh, the the dev group, as I've been hearing them called. And, uh, you know, it could very well be them breaking up a block party, which, hello, 
the purpose is to get a little crazy. It's kind of like a controlled <laughs> environment for it. And when I when I read the article, it sounds like they tore down a stop sign and and set it on fire. Which I'm kind of like, <laughs> how do you set a stop sign on must fire? Be physics students. I mean, it must I think, use a little thermite on it. I think I figured it out. I think I figured out why they needed such a strong show of force with the police. As we covered on Too Much Government News in weeks past, it's possible that some of the college students broke out in a game of kickball. Dun, dun, dun. That's right. That's right. It, it, it is possible that fun was being had and that potential danger. This is the thing, is that it's, it's, um, it's just like our foreign policy. They want to get in there and they want to break up something before somebody has the risk of getting hurt. If there's a yeah. potential threat, it's, uh, it's interventionist police force. Yeah, it's the same thing the Department of Homeland Security is doing with these suspicious activity reports that I'm sure municipal governments all across the country, uh, the day after Osama bin Laden was killed, they all came out and said the same thing. Everybody needs to be in a heightened level of panic. We need to get suspicious activity reports. If you see anything like people taking pictures with no apparent aesthetic value, people taking (laughs) notes, people drawing diagrams, people espousing extremist views and tools you can use every Saturday, they are trying to prevent things from happening by collecting as much information as possible on First Amendment protected activity and things people do every day. It's the exact same thing. You're right. It's well, the nanny state. And, and you know, I, I think what we should do as a nation is we should just round up and, and throw people in Guantanamo Bay who could potentially pose a threat of any kind to another individual in this nation. Oh, yeah. We're, we're big fans of Guantanamo Bay here if, on the program. If it's possible that an individual can harm another individual, let's just throw them, throw them into jail, into prison. And because that will eliminate the potential threat. See, that doesn't sound so good when we're doing it on an individual basis, does it now? No, when we no, do it on a nation-by-nation nation basis, it sounds great. Hey, let's, let's eliminate all potential threats across the globe. Yeah. Sounds real good, doesn't it? Yeah. But on an individual basis, I think we'd all be in jail, people. And so when we see this kind of overreaction mm-hmm. happening, the other problem that we have is that we get used to it. Yeah, We get desensitized to the fact we forget that the police didn't always used to look like this. No, they didn't. They used to wear blue uniforms, and you could actually see their face. It's and, and it way was, too much government. And, and it was to protect and to serve. And again, I know there are plenty of law enforcement individuals. Uh, many of them have joined Oath Keepers, uh, the, the great organization that Stuart Rhodes has started. That's right. And he's a friend of the show that say, look, we are going to obey the law and obey the Constitution. Mm-hmm. But you know what? How dare they? Power, is, it tends to be abused, so we got to watch out for this stuff. And this is Too Much Government News, people. Too Much Government News, brought to you by Interfood. We're coming up on the end of the program. We want to thank you for tuning in today, but i got big news. i got a big announcement. Uh-oh. And i got to tell you, I'm really proud of my buddy here, my buddy Jason Rink, who also, uh, we work together with the Foundation for a Free Society, myfreesociety.com. And, of course, you know we're big tenthers on this program, fans yes. of the Tenth Amendment. Well, we hosted this show. We launched the Live Free Now show live, and this was uh, April 16th, right. and it was here in Austin. We had a Tenth Amendment Center-sponsored, Foundation for a Free Society-sponsored Nullify Now conference. And wouldn't you know it, there happened to be an SPLC goon Southern in the Poverty Law Center. I am a person. Rink made the list, I ladies the and gentlemen. List. I'm a threat to the Republic, according to the <laughs> Southern Poverty Law Center. Go check the article out. Uh, it's on the LibertyVoice.com. Yeah. And this is Jason Rink and John Bush. Join us next week for Live Free Now, bringing you the news, to- tools, and views, and all sorts of great things you can do to be free. We love you, Austin, and the rest of the world. Woohoo! Rise up this morning. Smile with the rise.